Father God, thank you for our church and thank you for our children's ministry that uh, we can display and articulate the gospel um, to our mission ground, which is our children. Um, Father, we ask that uh, you lay sovereign on uh, this Sunday school, uh, the parents, the students, the teachers, the leaders in it, that we may uh, be pleasing to you and bring more believers um, to your kingdom. In Jesus, Lord, let me pray. Okay, so, <clears throat> you know, the basic premise of our Sunday school is um, what uh, we, what Rob prayed about um, during our service time for the children, which is from Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7, um, you know, having a ubiquitous articulation of the gospel, the scriptures, uh, knowing Jesus more and more each day. Um, and so what we've done is uh, we've put together a Sunday school with a uh, lot of dedicated teachers um, and uh, a lot of fruitful classes that have been um, happening for a number of years and, and uh, the collective experience of all these folks who it's all volunteer has been um, just really um, just a big blessing for our church, for our, obviously our children, and then uh, hopefully for our communities as well. But I'm here to talk about a couple of things that are a little bit more difficult. And, uh, and so just bear with me for a little bit. So, um, but let me take a quick survey, okay? Survey is this. Um, who thinks that their children behave their best in Sunday school? Show of hands. Amongst... No one here. <laughs> Who thinks they're... <laughs> this is an example of raising a hand. That's all it is. Uh, Who thinks their children behave really well in school? Okay. Who's, who thinks... Okay, how about this? On a relative basis between school and church, uh, hands up where they behave best in church. Best in church. Amongst school and church. And how about in school then? There's really two options. Somebody has to raise their hand on one or the other. Come on. <laughs> this is not a... My guess is it's probably school. Um, and, you know, we've been having some discussions with, uh, and our leadership group in our Sunday school have been uh, getting a lot of feedback from the Sunday school teachers and, and, and trying to uh, develop a program and, and try to um, help our children uh, you know, actually learn things. And uh, there are some behavioral issues that we have been dealing with. And so I wanted to give you a few examples of, of the types of things uh, that our Sunday school children do that uh, we can work on, okay? So just, again, bear with me. Um, this is category A, okay? This is the first category. This is speaking out of turn, chatting, okay? Uh, not listening to instruction or talking back, 
and not respecting the teacher as an authority. That's, that's sort of what I would call category A. Okay, this is probably the, the worst things that these guys, these guys do. Category B is probably another uh, series of things. Falling asleep in class, uh, <laughs> irregular attendance, supplies not brought, um, bathroom, water, breaks as an excuse. Okay, and then category three is uh, inappropriate or silly words, jokes, disrespectful comments, etc. And then other um, improprieties such as not sitting properly or legs on the table, taking off your shoes. A lot of things happen in Sunday school, as you all may know. The reason I, I categorize these things in three categories is, is the first one is really about not respecting authority. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about that and why it's so important to respect your Sunday schools and how we can help that behavior be modified for uh, our children. So, <clears throat> and then B is really preparedness related to Sunday classes. And C is just being kind of silly, okay? So the A is not respecting your teacher. B is not being prepared for Sunday school. And C is just kind of uh, being a little silly. So, <clears throat> uh, and we'll, we'll come back to how we can address that in a second. But let me tell you how our Sunday school teachers have been addressing this. So we do have a policy about kind of an escalation of types of behavior where you know, we have uh, you know, a talking to and then maybe a little bit of time out and then the teachers are, I mean the parents are called, etc. But practically speaking, um, in the hearts of our Sunday school teachers are this, that teachers aim to shepherd children's hearts um, by pointing and honoring God, by observing class rules so children can learn about God. That's really the, the key goal in trying to um, project good behavior, to mo model good behavior, as well as, of course, um, uh, correcting good behavior or uh, misbehavior. And then, secondly, what the teachers try to do is minister to misbehaving uh, children by reminding them of proper classroom behavior, acknowledging and encouraging exhibited positive behaviors, and then not allowing disruptive behavior. So, you know, the, the overall goal is to shepherd that child, uh, and then as misbehaving happens, we try to um, remind, as well as actually have positive feedback in terms of good behavior, and the third thing is, you know, uh, not allowing that to happen uh, in general. And then, so I think what one of the things that is going to be a new emphasis in this Sunday school year is um, if a child repeatedly disrupts class with misbehavior, um, the class uh, coordinators will have a little bit of a talk in, in terms of both encouragements and areas of correction for the child with the parents. So we'll, hopefully we'll be able to uh, communicate how your kid is doing, uh, whether it's the coordinators or the teachers themselves, uh, to uh, the parents. So that's, that's sort of maybe a little bit of an additional procedure, more, more in process. I know this has been going on every once in a while, but uh, that's uh, one of the things that uh, will be emphasized and encouraged 
so if you, um, but the, as parents, you can help facilitate this process by asking, hey, how did my child do today? You know, what were some of the things that I know that that child is doing maybe in, inappropriately at home? Have, have, they doing, uh, have they been doing better in Sunday school? You can actually you know, ask and, and have that dialogue uh, with, the, with the classroom teachers. So but that brings me to um, what can parents do, okay? <clears throat> so this goes back to uh, the first one. Um, you can talk about respecting teachers as an authority in the church. Um, let me refer back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 where um, Paul talks to the church in Corinth about, uh, about wisdom and how um, there's truth and authority and a wisdom uh, that's being projected. And just uh, hear me out for uh, just a few verses. This is from chapter 2, uh, verse um, 11 on. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. Now it's not 100% uh, applicable to schools, but, you know, and, and our Sunday school, but what, we're, what our teachers are trying to do is impart the wisdom of God onto our children, okay? And that is a weighty um, task that is to be respected. That is something that our Sunday school teachers have volunteered to do. Uh, that is not a wisdom that is from earth. That is not a wisdom of this world. That is a wisdom from the spirit. So that is the, what the, the Sunday school teachers are trying to do. So to actually have them respected and understanding that they're in a position of authority is something that we must impart uh, on ourselves as parents as well as on the students who are in those classrooms. So that's, that's number one, addressing the first category of misbehavior, which is not respecting the students, um, not, not respecting the teachers. The second category is... Um, just preparedness. You know, we're talking about priorities. Uh, we're talking about uh, observing the Sabbath. And Rob uh, talked about this last week in terms of the sermon, uh, talking about, you know, how do we spend our time preparing for Sunday? How do we spend our time? What kind of scheduling things are we trying to prioritize, whether it's sports, birthday parties, activities, sleepovers, etc. The kids are sleeping, and if you ask them why, they'll say, well, I went to sleep at 2 a.m. last night. That's not good. <laughs> you know? So it's really a matter of, okay, how do we prioritize uh, how our children are going to be prepared for Sunday school? Okay? So... Um, and this is not a dogmatic, you gotta have X, Y, Z done on Saturday so you can do well on Sunday. It's not about that, and it certainly is not a guilt trip. You're going to have to have a conversation about what those priorities are in your own families, but to have that as a conversation is something that we're asking the parents and the children to do, okay? 
So again, first one is, is respecting the authority of the teachers. The second one is prioritizing how to be prepared for Sunday school. And the third one is, um, um, where is it? What we talked about from Deuteronomy 6 is, what do you do at home? Are you reading? Are you memorizing? Are you talking about God? Or is this talking about God on the way and in your house and you're sitting and you're standing, etc.? Those are the types of things. That's the type of culture we would uh, recommend our families to have that, um, again, prioritize God in our lives and has a culture of talking about God, understanding who God is, understanding who Jesus is in your home. So again, uh, respecting the authority. Secondly, prioritizing, literally prioritizing, you know, make, making sure they have their Bibles, making sure they have their, their uh, supplies, not bringing toys, those types of sort of uh, logistical things. And then, of course, having a culture of talking about Jesus and talking about God in your home. So that's what we want our parents to do. And, um, and this, is, this is maybe over... Uh, overreaching a little bit in terms of how I think about this. So this is more of a personal exhortation rather than a biblical one. Uh, but, you know, when we're looking at Sunday school, uh, and this is the poll again, going back to the poll, you know, our kids respect our school teachers, our regular school teachers, respect the curricula. You know, all, a lot of our teachers in our schools have, you know, advanced degrees, etc. And, and it is easy, and it's the world's perception to be able to respect those teachers and behave in a way that is appropriate in that setting. But if you look at it from the Bible's perspective, the spiritual perspective, schools is, are important, and they'll prepare you for 80 or 100 years or how many years you're going to live. But what the Sunday school is doing is preparing our hearts, preparing our minds, preparing our children for eternity. And yes, it is a volunteer organization. And no, we don't have, you know, you know all theologians teaching or something like that, which would be an obvious reason to pay attention. It would be an obvious reason to be respectful of the teachers. But the reality is, this is incredibly important that uh, to introduce our children to Jesus because that's an eternity thing and not just in our own lifetime thing. So I would reemphasize um, and, uh, and have that mindset with our children so that they can, again, sit, listen, understand, have joy. You know, all these teachers, they spend a lot of hours preparing a lot of hours praying for your kids, a lot of hours meeting and trying to come up with the best programs to, to articulate the gospel to our children in an age-appropriate way. You know, all these things, you know, let's acknowledge that. Let's thank, for, thank them for that. And as parents, let's help them out by, again, doing the things that I think we should do, which is, again, prioritizing, respecting our teachers, and, of course, um, you know, having a culture of talking about these things at home. Okay, so uh, that's all I have to say. I'm off my soapbox. Uh, so um, let me pray. This is, unfortunately, this is not a Q&A type of situation. We do have to dismiss our kids. Uh, so let me pray to close, and then I'll give you a couple logistics about what's going to happen next. Let's pray.
Father God, our mission field is right here, and it is not something that the world looks at as incredibly important, but we do. Father, align our hearts in a way that would be um, with yours, and let us uh, be obedient to what you've taught us, what you've told us to do uh, in our homes and in our church. Uh, empower us through your spirit that we may be able to do this well. In Jesus' Lord's name we pray. Amen. Okay, so the parents are now dismissed and reminded to pick up your children from child care. And then um, the teachers' meetings are by classes. So toddlers, um, it would be the third room on the right in Ammerman Hall. And then second grade is the second room that in the education wing, I'm sorry, not, not Ammerman, in this education wing. So again, toddlers, third room on the right. Second grade is the second room on the right. And the large group is the first room on the right. And then um, first and fourth grades will meet in two different sections in the sanctuary. Okay? All right, let's go. Thank you.